I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, this is Boys Don't Cry, and here are some of my favourite bits from this year. Hello and welcome to Boys Don't Cry. My name's Russell Kane. It's another episode of The Forum where I gather, well, it used to be men. Now it's a man. There's this, you probably haven't heard about this pandemic thing's caused some constraints. Anyway, I converse with a man, sociological gun to the head, give us the real opinion, the real stuff men think and feel. Initially, this was like, if only there was a place where men can safely discuss their feelings. Never could I have anticipated the level of pervy female interest in this podcast. Finally, the Haynes manual of the male brain is opened. I would say it's a safe space, but it isn't. You'll be trolled to death shortly after this goes out. Now, only joking. So uh, we, we, we discuss all types of things on this show. We've discussed body hair, infidelity, we depression and suicide. We've gone heavy, we've gone light and discovered holidays, festivals, drinking. Today we're going somewhere in the middle. Something that encompasses all aspects of romance, relationships, mating and getting together. Dating. That's what we're talking about today, the date, dating, getting it on in the date, and what guests I have today. I've got two awesome stand-up comedians, so two unemployed people, as we're recording this in September, heading into our second round of savings. I mean, lockdown. Um, so I'm joined by Bobby Mayer. Bobby! Hello, Russell. How employed are, we fe- how employed are you feeling? Uh, I would say very sparsely part-time, <laughs> like one day and a I- week. And for any listeners who it seems inconceivable, but who might be new to your work, where can we find out more about you? Did you have a tour on the go? Well, um, I mean, yeah, I was supposed to be doing like a 50 day tour, you know, ouch. in the last few months, but that is now uh, not happening. So I don't know. Social media is probably the easiest place to stay in touch with what I do or YouTube. And that's Mayor, M-A-I-R. So look out for Bobby Mayor. And also, we couldn't just do this show with two blokes going, we love birds, like. I need someone to punch us in the face, metaphorically, or literally, sadly, we can't do that anymore because we're not in the same room. And I'm pretty uh, chuffed to say that we have got the awesome, the one, the only, Kerry freaking Godliman in the house. Actress, stand-up, very talented lady. Put the telly on. There she is. Kerry, how are you doing? I'm, I'm all right, thank you. That was a lovely intro. That's me. Well, you do. You've got the you're like, you've got the acting thing in your bag as well. So you're on slightly firmer ground than Jester's. Which like, is weird, isn't us. it, to think of acting work as solid ground? It, well, it it's never exactly. been in my life, but now it's like at least I've got something to fall back on. The acting. <laughs> <laughs> it's like having a spike to fall back on. 
It's like doing a Pitman exam. But you can do like a two metre apart, no audience, and it's it's fine. That could be a, a quite an atmospheric, yeah. dramatic scene. Whereas if Bobby and I do two metres apart, we know well for me that would be exactly like when I started. But, <laughs> so uh, and how and have you have you been cropping up on a few things? Obviously, you worked on some quite high high profile projects in the last year, haven't yeah, you? Yeah, pre 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 lockdown, and then nicely they came out during when everyone was under house arrest. They were forced to watch. Before. Um, I was like Bobby I was on tour I was on tour when the lockdown happened so all my dates got kicked into the long grass they're all meant to be in autumn but God knows and uh, you've been working with Ricky Gervais right yeah yes and how's that I mean did that open up a whole other world of fans and I mean, yeah it, that's huge well there is something about working with Ricky because I had before on Derek but it, there is something quite exciting about when you work with him you know a lot of people are going to see it it's it's, you know, high profile sort of stuff, isn't it? So it's exciting. It's so hard being English and talking about things you've achieved. It's, it's, almost, <laughs> it's almost impossible. Bobby would be like, yeah, I whacked that out of the park, man. Yeah, yeah I'm repping high figures. Uh, but for me and Keris, you know, right, very exciting, I like, very exciting. I, I mean, just to reassure everyone, I hate myself on the inside and I think I'm dog shit. <laughs> very lucky, that's the phrase. Very lucky, very lucky. That's- I'm joined by powerhouse comic ejaculator of rhythm and funniness, Adam Rowe. He opens his mouth and it squirts out at top scale speed. Everything he says is funny. He's been banned from funerals because if he sneezes, people start laughing. Adam Rowe is in the house. Are you in Liverpool at the moment, Adam? I am in Liverpool. I'm in my uh, spare room slash office slash clothes room slash junk room slash whatever else. <laughs> Adam lives in a bed sit. That's what that's up <laughs> I just, I'll start by sharing and say, do you know how annoying it is to be objectively the least attractive person on a voice on a Zoom call? <laughs> I just look at every screen, even the fucking directors in the corner, and I'm like, like there's, there's, it's not even debatable, and I can't get it out of my head. Do you mean accent-wise or physically? <laughs> <laughs> and making my booking so much easier. My second male guest is sat next to. I should have explained earlier. We always have a female auditor. Why do we have a female auditor? Because if you get three guys together to talk about height, lust. Instagram liking of pictures, we drift into, well, you know what women think. Well, we don't need to make those assumptions because the female auditor today is none other than Vicky fucking Patterson herself, <laughs> uh, who's won everything you can freaking win. I wouldn't be surprised if she's there with a Nobel Prize last year going, wasn't looking for it, fucking took it anywhere. <laughs> Hello, everybody. And she sat next to her goddess of a, god, god of a boyfriend or goddess. I'm, I'm, I mean, he could probably pull it off. Is uh, Erkan Ram, surname genuinely Ram, his favourite <laughs> verb to ram it home. Um, so you are a couple, you're locked down together, right? Yes. Yes, we are. And how's that going? No. Can you not tell? <laughs> yeah. Um, well, it could. Well, have a good day. I think family. you can tell how it's going by the fact you asked that, and his first word was no. <laughs> <laughs> well, to be fair, we are. We do get along really well. <laughs> 
have smashed it out of the park this week by getting hold of Mick Ferry. Mick Ferry, an absolute legendary stand-up comedian who I'll be dragging the deep in emotional recesses from for your pleasure. I bet he's going to absolutely love the subject I've picked. As always, I have a female auditor just to make sure we don't drift into pathetic, outdated, sexist observations that aren't even true to tell us when we're talking shite. And I'm delighted it is the very, very funny and also out of work, just like the rest of us, Lou Conran. Great. Thanks for that. <laughs> Cheers. We're, reco- <laughs> no, we're recording this on the first day. We're all officially unemployed. So I don't know when you're hearing this, dear listener, but for us, it's December the freaking 5th. So we are mm. nuts deep in empty diaries. So it's good just to connect with each other and make each other laugh, even if not random strangers in a cocky, yeah. spore-ridden room. Can I just flag <laughs> up? I don't have nuts. So I'm not nuts deep um, in it. I'm just like labia deep. Thanks. Well, I'm afraid testicles think, are now gender neutral, and I find that highly yeah. offensive. Oh, God, sorry. I, I, I think they were metaphorical nuts as well, really. Oh, were they? A oh, story in yeah. my life. Oh, we've all got them. Um, well, <laughs> thanks. Uh, thank you, Lou, to assume me my nuts are still attached after marrying a lady from Manchester. <laughs> but I was neutered during the first year, and I wore a collar so I can't lick the stitches. Yeah, I can see them <laughs> hanging on your back wall in the, in the <laughs> they're background. They're not on my back wall. They're on Lindy's back wall, <laughs> 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 along with all their other scalps. So today we're talking about uh, dating, guys. We will get to the stage that we're all at because, well, I, I should just check what, what stage we're at and never assume the listeners know anything about us. I am married, married for five years, well in past the early dating stage. Bobby, married? Yeah, married for three years, have not dated in eight. <laughs> Kerry? Married for a lot of years and... <laughs> you got to go back through your pa- mm, analogue files. Got married sort past of the digital. 10 I think and then we but we got we've been together we were about seven we were together seven or eight years prior to that so I thought well we might as well start chronologically it might seem unimaginative but uh this is a gendered issue at least to start with in my opinion sometimes I have to sort of ham this up a bit to try and make it gendered or different but I do believe the idea of a first date of asking someone out on a date sadly no one wants this not to be the case more than me. I would love to have the Gieldem coming up to me saying, any time for a date? Wait a minute, you're in a QB arch? I would love that to be the truth. But sadly, in 2020, and I'm guessing if you're listening to this in 2030, it's still the man who normally and usually asks out on the first date, which is depressing. Bobby, do you agree? Or am I just a dinosaur that needs to be retired with an asteroid? I, I mean, I don't know about that, but I don't <laughs> think I've ever been asked on a date. But that might be... Thank you. I didn't want to be the one to say it. Me neither. No, but it's hard to... Like, I've been on a lot of dates, but it's hard to know if that's because of me or because I'm a man. Like, it might just be inherent to, like, my... Maybe if I ask someone, (laughs) they're like, I don't have anything else to do, fine. But if I'm waiting to be asked, they just look at me and don't uh, want to be involved. So I don't know if it's because I'm a man or if just because I'm... Ugh, you know? Well, Kerry, I did, obviously I've done a bit of research in the one and a half hours planning towards this show. And uh, not a single boy on my boys group, the producer of this show, or anyone who works at the production company who makes this show has ever been asked out on a date by a woman. Really? So it's, it's, not, it's, not, it's not a scientific survey. No. Um, but it, I'm, guessing it's quite, I'm guessing it's quite rare. Whereas most women I know have had the toad-like attentions of many men. Uh, gosh, take you out that isn't, many times. No, that isn't my experience. I've asked blokes what? out. I asked my husband out. Go on, Kerry. And really, yeah. And I don't feel like I've been inundated with requests for dates. <laughs> <laughs> that's, why, that's what. That's why you're a stand-up, Kerry, because we're sort of we're sort of genderless, really, like Ken dolls. I do aren't feel we? a bit like that. I do feel a little bit like I don't conform to gender rules. 
And I want to talk about lust versus love. It's not as grubby. It's not as grubby as it sounds. I'm fascinated to know, is there a gender difference? How big that gender difference is and, and what these gender differences mean for how we fall in love and conduct our lives. And men seem to have various stages of lust that peak at sort of 18, 45, and then again at 70. And then the stat I will kick off just to really blow your minds is the decade of a man's life where he's most likely to stray from a long-term relationship is his seventh decade. No! You would think it would be some lad in his 20s smashing it around town it's a man with his last testosterone chance to sow the seed is the most likely. And if you think about it and open the newspapers, it makes sense. The 20-year-old model with the creepy billionaire, it's over and over and over again. That's the dream, that, isn't it? <laughs> that makes sense, though, because that would be why men didn't live as long as women, because they that's, have that's this little dalliance in their 70s and their wives kick them out or kill them. I would. But... I just want to ask the question. It's a provocative question. We'll try to turn the sexism down to zero and just go with what we know. But the received wisdom is that men are lustier than women. No one's suggesting women don't have healthy freaking sex drives and can be dirty cows. Trust me. That's all I look for in a girl. But um, could we make the argument that on, on the majority of all the girls and boys we know in our social group, which is large between us, but on the whole, men are more lustier than women. Or is it the case that we live in a society where females daren't show their true well, erotic expression because of the sexist, horrific society we live in? Adam, what do you think? I'd say it's the former. And I think the best reference point so I've got for so that... So men are more lusty, genuinely. Yeah, defo. And my favourite reference point for that is probably... Um, one of my favourite comedians is an American guy called Patrice O'Neill. Now, he's not necessarily a household name over here. He's, he's now passed away as well. A brilliant comic. He's got a special that's on YouTube called Elephants in the Room. And he's got an amazing bit on this exact subject in that special. Um, and I'll paraphrase it now. So he's like, you could, if you made a woman, if you could make a woman and a man be completely honest and they had to answer honestly, if you said to a woman, right, you've got this lovely life, you've got a husband, you've got a few kids, but Brad Pitt wants to sleep with you. Brad Pitt wants to sleep with you. It'll throw everything away. You'll lose your family. You'll lose your kids, but you'll get to sleep with Brad Pitt. Would you do it? A woman will say no, and she'll be telling the truth. She's honest. And then you could go to a man in the same relationship. You see that woman over there behind the dumpster with all the... <laughs> 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 sick all down herself and then he'd be like oh mm. but she looks so cute with garbage on it <laughs> I mean, it's, it's funny provocative but is it true Erkan what's your opinion I do I think it is I've, I do I've, men definitely men are what more like more, sexually yeah, like 100% driven. but like I think you said earlier about um, women hide it as yeah, in... they're forced to. We live in a, we yeah. live in a sexist society where a, a, a woman a woman is less likely to talk. If, if Vicky did an interview tomorrow in the press, and I admit I'm horny all the time, I want to shag everything that moves, she would yeah. be judged in a way you wouldn't. Exactly, hundred percent. And as soon as this is over, then she's going to handcuff me, take me to the bedroom, and then you won't see it because behind closed doors. You'd be so lucky. <laughs> I can't be asked, me. 
There's I've, I've got no. I'm, I'm such a lucky man. There's no shame in my game. I've I've no doubt that there are some women who are like mad for the clock, but I'm actually just not one of them. Like if I'm gonna take my clothes off, I'd much rather have a lovely bubble bath. No offense, you've got a Thanks, wonderful, wonderful penis, Thanks. but like, and I, I don't think we should feel ashamed of that. If that's, if that's a woman's prerogative. If she wants to go out and get the D, then get your D, babe. Don't be ashamed. But if she doesn't, then I don't think there should be any shame in that either. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Today's subject is falling in love. Mm. The act of descent into passionate, falling in love, all types of love. Mick, what are your thoughts on the process of falling <laughs> in love? Is it, is it uh, real? Let's start with the basics. If you don't believe in it, it's going to be a short show. Well, I, I don't think there is such a thing as love. I think we mistake. For, I think, <gasps> oh my God, he's actually gone there. I, I, think we, I think we mistake familiarity with love. I think that's all it is. Uh, uh, you get used to having somebody in the room, they leave the room for a bit, you miss them, they come back in, and you go, oh, good to see you again. Brilliant, you're back. Um, Mick, you've just, muddled up, with... you've just muddled up comparing with being in love. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm not. <laughs> I love my dog, but I think it's familiarity. You know, if my dog dies, uh, and then we put it in a skip, and then in a month's time, I'm looking for another dog. Uh, so, is it real? Mm. I mean, I would imagine do the same with partners. How is your partner in the room with you now? She is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Great. With an axe. Yeah. So, uh, Lou, 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 before she's you started, answer, she's not in an agreement. She agrees with everything I've just said. Right, okay. Lou, Lou, before you respond, mm. love does exist. We can see it now. Uh, when falling in love, neurochemicals like dopamine and oxytocin flood our brains in areas associated with pleasure and rewards, producing physical and psychological responses like less perceived pain, an addictive dependence and a stronger desire for sex with your partner. Love is real, isn't it, Lou? Come on. 
Well, I feel that way about cheese, you see. And cheese, <laughs> I fucking love cheese. And that gives yeah. me the same endorphins. Um, and I, I, I don't think, I, well, I say, I was about to say I've never been in love, but I have recently acquired what? a gentleman caller in, in the lockdown. So, um, Whoa, from outside of your bubble? Whoa. No, he's, he's well and truly in my bubble. Oh, it's, well. legal if, it's legal if the dick goes through the letterbox, but he doesn't enter the he, property. Has he, has, he, has he bust the bubble? That's what we're asking. Uh, <laughs> he's, he's oh, yeah. Smash, <laughs> smash my bubble open, yeah. <laughs> He's, he's smashed his way through a few well, of congratulations, my Luke, oh, wow. things. Okay. Yeah, and, it, it, and it's, <laughs> the, it's the thank you. Didn't expect that, did you? Uh, no, this is already better than love. Um, so, Lou, yeah. I, Lou, I don't want to be I don't want to be rude, but I'm su- uh, uh, surprised to, to to hear that you've never been in love. No, I don't know what I'm, your no. what your age is. I'm a, over thirty. Yes, that's yeah. very polite. So, yeah, well done. So but, I think yeah. no, but I think a lot of people would be surprised that a, a woman over thirty, over thirty-five, well, yes, has never okay. been in love. Uh, I mean, my 30, heart was under sixty. My, my heart, <laughs> fuck you, mate. <laughs> my heart was flushed down the toilet by the time I was eighteen. Gone, flushed. Yeah, no, oh, I don't on. think. I don't think I ever have been. I think I was just. Um, there's a fine line between obsession, isn't there, and addiction, and also. Uh, I had a, a vast collection of twats in my life, but now I've found somebody that's not one, and it's really different. So it must be love. Oh, that wow. is the turning point when you stop collecting twats and start collecting dicks instead. <laughs> <laughs> I've got some mates, right, who like. Back in the day, used to be top shaggers. Like, they'd give lads Fuck a run for their sake. money. They would. But something, like, it, look, to get to that point, something had happened. Like, they'd been in love with their high school sweetheart and he'd done them wrong. And it took that catalyst, that moment of them feeling like, oh, my God, I'm now going to do to men what they've done to me to make them have that change. And now they're savage. Like there is, there there isn't that normal. Like when a woman has sex, supposedly, I read that our body gives out a hormone that makes her feel attached to the fella she's having sex with, and biologically, men don't have that same thing. So we're instantly at a disadvantage in this debate. Okay. But it's mm. as if now those mates who've had their heart broken like that, they've turned that off. They have told Mother Nature to do one, and they are now able to <laughs> shag around. So yeah, I so agree with Adam. I think right. we're on to something, mate. But I do think 90% of men... That's Adam Rowe in the house. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I do think 90% of men can can do can do that. Go to, go, to, go to Ibiza, shake about, not get too attached, and come back and, and do what they want. Really. Do, do you think, without, without meaning to be overly crude about it, is it the number of erotic encounters, as slightly as I could put it, with the same individual. I was I was a late developer so far as I was constantly going from one relationship to the other, and I had my single crazy period later, later in life. And uh, what I noticed was there was a risk when you upped the number of encounters with the same girl. Oh. So I agree with what Vicky says, 
that there's some girls they flick the switch and they're going to have two years of being uh, bastards too. <laughs> but I'm wondering if I'm wondering if they're able to sleep with the same guy seven, eight, nine times and maintain that bastard mindset because I know a lot of men that can go. I'm going to see this girl for a couple of months, but I don't want anything serious. Mm. And indeed, that's what happened with. Me and I've ended up mar- marrying Lindsay, so obviously I, g- I gave in in the end. But once you go past six, seven, eight dates, or whatever you want to call it, it becomes harder and harder for feelings not to creep in. Are men and women more equal in that scenario, do you think, Erkan? Or, do you, or are men still able to do, I could do six months, no problem, same bird, move on, I'm not getting into anything heavy till I'm 40. Is a man, can a man do that? Um, I think a majority of them can't. Because I believe that I think I think men I think men cover up they cover the up the yeah. direction. Mates. My opinion, yeah. we're giving it the big end with the yeah. Achilles Trojan horse That's hat exactly. on. Like, I'm going to take you to the cinema. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but they, they give it all the big end, but they're still going on dates, and it's like turning to the tenth date. They obviously do like them somewhere, but they just hide it from. Their but they're hiding. It. They want to seem cool. Oh yeah, I'm still doing bits on the side. Think- I don't think a man gets 10 dates in without having at least a little bit of feeling. Yeah. Oh, God, yeah. It has to be. You say that, Adam, there's plenty of people that are so busy that when they get that boot, regular booty call, they can just visit because there's nothing else going on. There's plenty of blokes I know of that would callously think, do you know what? This is good for a couple of months. I'm really busy. Don't want anything serious. Don't see this is a disgusting phrase. I've never used it myself. Don't see her as wifey material. What that means is gonna use her for a couple of months. That's what it means. I'm right? only fucking geared by day ten. But the it's difference between if you're saying booty call <laughs> if you're saying booty call or dates, if they're doing eight dates, then they do like them. If they're just doing eight booty calls, then it's easy for them. So therefore, if it's just a booty call, then yeah, they, they don't might not have feelings, they might be busy and they just go to her. Uh, a little bit in the side. You've um, piped up. Have you got experience in all of this? Like, what? I was waiting for this, you know. This is a safe space, Vicky. Don't, don't put him back in the cellar. We've only got Mossy if you're not in the house, Russell. Russell, you said to me this was safe. Is this different for men than it is for women? Lou, do women, in your experience of your female group, your family, fall in love? more easily than men do or is that just nonsense i think it's nonsense because i refer you to my previous comment of uh (laughs) is it love or is it a woman wanting to be loved by somebody there's a difference isn't there yeah. Oh gosh, she's she's deep that's, in a little hotel room. Yeah, that's, yeah. Right. that's like a Brian Adams song. That that's yeah. is it? Is yeah, well, it I just, that's the first reference I can find in my head. I don't know yeah, like Brian Adams. No, I don't know. But everything I do, Mick, I do it for you. Okay. Oh, there right, we okay. Are. I keep <laughs> oh, Kevin. boom, love it. I keep oh, mistaking no. Kevin Bacon for Brian Adams. Every time I see them EE adverts, my brain says it's it's. Uh, Anyway, that's what we're talking about, <laughs> Brian Adams, is it? Um, so it's... I think Mick's, Mick is massively <laughs> avoiding the subject of this whole love topic, isn't he? He's massively avoiding it. <laughs> so, you're, you're, so Lou's thinking that women don't fall in love more easily than men, but that's not the experience I've got with my female friends. It seems to be that um, my the female friends, certainly once mm. sex is involved, tend to let the heart slip, whereas men are a bit better at slipping on what I call, Mick, the emotional condom. Uh, yeah, um, I, I probably I forgot to wear <laughs> that a few times, one. I would imagine. Uh, <laughs> the emotional condom, yeah. And, and you're right, I think I I first had my art crush when I was about 18, and after that, it, it sort, you sort of end up guarded 
after that, I think, a little bit. And it takes time then to fall in love again, I would imagine. Um, I, I Well, I, yeah, of course, if you fall in love, I end up getting three kids out of falling in love. But, Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, Jesus as well, one of mine. Okay. Other, pro- uh, other prophets yeah. are available. My... When I was growing up, my mum, my mum used to say to us, "This is my Jan's deep bit of advice was, women give love. Oh no, women give sex to get love. Men give love to get sex. Is that true?" All right. uh, yeah, possibly. I think that's what Russell was just saying, actually. Yeah. Yeah, uh, Russell knows your mum quite well. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, it's, uh, you, so, so you, you've just fallen in love, Lou. That's what I'm getting out of this. You've, yeah. The first time in your life you've fallen yes. in love. Yes. That's amazing, yes. that. So, I've got you on a good day. I know, uh, I know. So what were you? I got just like some early Victorian character. You're writing letters to gentlemen uh, overseas, and but nobody came a-calling. Do you like to be no. courted? Were you caught? Did this guy court I was you? courted, yeah. Excellent. I, I, was I think wooed. that's gone out of fashion. I think that's gone yeah. out of fashion. Yeah, and I, wasn't, I didn't bang straight away, which is normally oh, what? what I would have done. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. How, many hour, how many hours did you go? Wow. Two. <laughs> <laughs> Just yeah. before dessert. Excellent. Um, yeah. Hand, doing well, hand shandy doesn't count on date one, does it? She <laughs> no, hand it shandy. <laughs> Not if you're wearing a silky glove, Russell. Thank you. Yeah. Um, so I've... I'm playing a bit of a mean trick because this has been studied and men fall in love more quickly. A recent study found that men tend to fall in love and express feelings of love more quickly than women do. That doesn't mean that women don't love more often and more easily. It just means that mean men descend into yes, the emotions we're like, quicker. We're like, we're like pet dogs. Men. Exactly. So, <laughs> yeah. A bit of affection, a bit of a treat, and that's it. We'll sit at your feet for fucking ever. Given that we're working so hard about towards equality in, in everything to do with gender, pay, child rearing roles, all these things we're working towards, why is it still so likely the case that we live in this horrific world where a woman has to be the retiring flower and the man the thrusting poet? I don't know if that right. I don't know if I exist in that world. I think I've just carved <laughs> no. the world out for myself. <laughs> no. Like I'm the main like a lot of the gender roles are reversed in my relationship. So and and they were between my mum and dad as it goes. So I've sort of um I think maybe I don't sort of I'm not up to speed with what the rest of the world are doing. Well, okay, let's let's try let's do I always when this happens do thought experiment. Let's assume it is the case even if we're incorrect as a as a sort of academic thought experiment that we live in a world where largely the men have to initiate. Mm. Do you think there's do you think there's a sort of sexism, Bobby, towards women who dare to be more forthcoming and ask a, a man out on a date? Because I'm guessing it's not as simple as us just switching the rules around. I don't know. I, I don't know. I feel like uh, I <laughs> women maybe generally uh, are inundated with requests. Not Carrie, mm-hmm. but others. Oh, God. <laughs> I feel like others, not Carrie, but these other women, are maybe so generally day-to-day, there's a lot of offers, or there's a lot of attention. Yeah, Carrie's just left the Zoom call. <laughs> Carrie's left the Zoom call. Can someone call and find out she's okay? And maybe that, you know, if every day you're just, like, batting dicks away... The, the few moments you have where you're not, you're not going to be like, oh, I wonder if there's any men out there who are just nice. So, But I don't know. That's my thought. Um, and I'm afraid it's accurate. So banked, that's now the truth. Uh, so how d- it were all of us single again, 
perish oh, the thought that, that these good God, that these goods thought. were released into a market <laughs> already ruined by lockdown. But uh, just say these goods were buffed up and re-released. Um, how's the best way? If you were single again, to, to, you really like someone, maybe you've been working with them, maybe you've been gigging with them, maybe they're on set. You're going to do it respectfully. Obviously, we're post-meeting. Let's bank, assume that's the case. But in person, online, text, call, I don't think I could get over the self-consciousness of, unless I did it in an American accent, hey, we've been working together for a few days, let me take you out for a coffee. Sounds fine. But excuse me, can I take you out for a, uh, you know, oh, I spilled tea on my crutch. Oh, I'm such an art. You know, I just can't, it's so awkward. Is it Englishness? I don't know. I think I've lost the ability to ask someone out. I'm only capable of, we were drunk on the dance floor. I don't remember who finger blasted who first, but shall we get together? Yeah. I mean, that is the British way of getting together. Yeah, very much so. I mean, that's what I remember. But, is that different now? There's so much good stuff there. I think we need a break. That's the end of part one. Come back for part two with more of my favourite bits. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com.